Hello, and welcome to No More Mr. Nice Guy. My name is Katherine Brooks, and I am a life coach for men. This podcast was initially designed to help men overcome the limiting patterns that we call nice guy syndrome. What is that, you might be wondering? Nice guy syndrome is the foundational belief that if I am nice, and agreeable, then I deserve love, belonging, and to have my needs met without having to ask. So as you can imagine, nice guys live in a world of transaction. I do this and I should get that. Almost like the world operates like a vending machine. Like I input my agreeability and you output validation, you output belonging, you output love for me. The issue that nice guys come up against is that they're walking through life not being themselves. And there's a low level anxiousness to the day to day of a nice guy that with all of the nice guys I've coached, they've said that's the one thing they want to overcome and get rid of. It's like this low level anxiousness as if they're constantly walking on eggshells. And if something they do isn't exactly right, they will not get what they're trying to get, as in the emotional safety, the validation, whatever it is. This is episode 23 of this podcast. We have been diving deep into nice guy syndrome, looking at it from so many different angles. Today, I want to introduce something new, and we are going to be making a shift here into a new focus realm, and I'm really, really, really excited about it. As a life coach, the one thing I help people do is make change, change their lives, navigate change that they're going through, deliberately make change in the direction that they want, make change in order to better their lives. And the reason I'm obsessed with talking about nice guy syndrome is because this pattern of beliefs prevents meaningful change. It really is a growth stopper for so many men and keeps men stuck in these ways of thinking where they're outsourcing all their power to other people. And then they don't walk around with any sense of personal power. By the way, let's recall, I've mentioned this several times, that sometimes nice guy syndrome just shows up in one area of life. It might just show up in a romantic relationship. It might just show up at work. It might just show up in your friendships. And you might feel all of that personal power in other categories of life. And if that's the case, I want you to know your whole life can actually feel connected to you. And your whole life actually can feel like an authentic expression of what's important to you. So from that understanding, here's the shift that I want to make here with all of you. The point is not to stare at all the places where nice guy syndrome is showing up in our lives. The point is not to fixate on where you might be people pleasing or where you might have perfectionist tendencies coming up. The point is not to harp on the realization that, oh my gosh, I actually do walk around needing validation from the world in order to feel okay. 
The point does not end there. The work that we are doing together is overcoming any blocks, any hurdles that might be in the way to creating what you actually want. The biggest shift that I have made through all of the coaching that I've received, and I have had consistent coaching since 2019. It's when I started a group coaching program and hired a one-to-one coach. And pretty much since then, I've had consistent coaching. And the number one most profound change that I have made is that I fucking love my life. I used to relate to my life as something to escape from, meaning the current moment was always not good enough. I always didn't have something that I wanted. I always was scrambling for more money in my business or for a romantic partner or for more friends or different vacations. There was a sense that I was always lacking and constantly in this urgency to fill those voids. And so the way I was relating to life was life was lacking. And that is a one-way ticket to suffering. You actually cannot experience your life as lacking without having suffering coming along with it. And right now, there are things in my life that I want to change, that I am changing. It is not, in air quotes, perfect. And yet, I am so ridiculously proud of this life that I've created. Of creating a business that reflects my values and what I care most about in this world. Of creating a community in a new place where I didn't know anybody when I first moved to Austin, Texas. And now I have a community of friends who are incredible of creating a romantic relationship that is healthy and fun and awesome after years and years and years of dating and being single. I have created a life that I am a fuck yes to. And the part of that that is the most profound is that my fuck yes life is not a result of filling all those areas that I used to believe I was lacking in. My fuck yes life is a direct result of changing my relationship to life. And I did that by being so ridiculously committed to having an awesome, awesome life. Since I hired my first coach, I have been wildly committed to wanting my life to be amazing. And I knew that that meant that some of that internal urgency that I could never let go of, that sense of scrambling just to get the next thing, the sense of never quite having enough, never quite being enough, always trying to in some ways make up for what I thought I was lacking. I knew that some of that would have to shift, but I had never tried a different MO, ever. And if you were socialized in a country where 
you are taught that your worth and value are based on your achievements or your worth and value is based on the amount of money you have or the amount of status you have or anything like that, it is really, really challenging to ever actually believe that you're enough. You have to work for it and you have to put in effort in order to change that narrative if you have received that societal programming. And my hunch is that if you were listening to this, you did receive that programming. I did too. And I am here to tell you there is another way. So the point is not to fixate on your nice guy syndrome. The point is to create a vision for yourself and for your life that feels really ridiculously authentic and to pin that vision on the map and head in that direction. And as you move there, as you build toward that vision, as you take the brave steps that it takes to create something new that you've never done before, that maybe no one in your family has done before, that maybe no one in your community has ever done before. In order to create that big, beautiful vision that you have for yourself, we will be overcoming blocks in the way. But the point isn't the blocks. The point isn't to fixate on every tiny nook and cranny where nice guy syndrome or insert other annoying pattern is showing up. The point is the vision. The point is your contribution. What the hell you are adding to this planet. And that could be adding to one other person. That could be a contribution that you want to make to the environment, to animals, to technology. It doesn't matter. But a fuck yes life is rooted in contribution. How the hell do you want to contribute during this lifetime? And one of the biggest shifts that we have to make to create a fuck yes life is to stop avoiding what we don't want and making decisions to avoid that discomfort and instead start making decisions to create what we do want. That might be the most terrifying shift that you make. Really, it might. It is for all of us. And resistance, internal resistance will absolutely 100% guaranteed show up when you stop making decisions to avoid discomfort and you start making decisions that serve your vision. And guess what? That resistance is overcomable. Because what we're actually doing here is creating your fuck yes life. A life that even if 100% of the puzzle pieces of your vision are not in place, you can look around and say, hell yeah, I am so proud of this. I am so proud of what my life represents, of the type of person that I am, of how I'm showing up, of who I am being in the world you can genuinely be so proud of yourself for those things. What I love most about my fuck yes life is I actually don't need anything external to change in order to love it. I love it because it's aligned with me. 
and because the way I spend my time is aligned with my values. And if there is a singular shift where you can start creating this big vision and you can start taking steps toward your fuck yes life, it's how can you align more of your time with your values? And if you're not even sure what your values are, go online and go take a values test. There are tons of them and loads of lists out there. I recommend boiling down to four and having those in your back pocket and using those as your decision-making filters and using those to help you figure out how to best use your time. Aligning your time with your values is a giant step into integrity with yourself. When we align with our values, we are positively contributing to the world because we are more in integrity. We are standing for what truly matters to us. And that is a win-win-win. Even if that requires letting go of a relationship because it's not aligned with you anymore. Even if that means letting go of a project you're working on. There can be letting go in order to create more alignment for yourself. And that might have some short-term pain. And your fuck yes life deserves your attention. There's not one person who is listening to this podcast who does not have a fuck yes life available to them. The reason you are here on earth at this very moment is to fulfill your path, the path that's true for you. And only you can know what that looks like. And as you start to connect more of your time to your values, more of that path will be revealed. The reason I'm saying that I want to make a shift with this podcast is because I want to stop focusing on the problems, the nice guy syndrome, the annoying thoughts, the limiting beliefs, the people pleasing and all that shit. And I want to help you start focusing on what the fuck we're actually doing here. And without a clear vision for your life, it's really hard to know how to navigate forward. So if the one thing you get out of this podcast today is, damn, I need to really go and sit down with myself and say, what is my big vision for life? Maybe it's changed lately. Maybe you do have it clearly. And it's a time to reconnect with it and say, what am I doing this week that's getting me closer to that vision? What we're doing here now is supporting you in creating your fuck yes life. I want to share with you a few shifts that I made that helped me really in my bones believe that my life is amazing. And to love it as it is right now, flaws and all. Here are a couple of those shifts. I used to think that life was disappointing. And I had a subconscious belief that was things never work out for me. And so it was really, really hard for me with that belief to see the vision that I had as even 
a possibility. Life to me was disappointing. That was the way that I was in relationship with life. And I really, truly now believe that life is magical. And I think life itself and the intelligence of life has so much more to offer us than our tiny little brains could ever even fathom. I also used to fixate on problems. If I would notice something about myself, like, oh my gosh, I've been people pleasing a lot. I would put all my attention on that problem. And what that created was a lot of disconnection to others. I would use problems as conversation fuel. So when I would get together with friends, it would be like, well, I have this thing going on and I don't know how to solve it. Almost as a way to create connection. And I was fixating on the problems almost to avoid what felt like the most daunting task of holding a vision for myself. Now I focus on what I want to create. I give what I want to create airtime. I journal about it. I talk about it to people. When I'm out on a walk, I'm thinking about it. I give it space. The vision that I have for myself and my life is sacred to me. And so I hold it as such. And I don't pretend like it's not there anymore. I also used to downplay my joy when things were going well and not really share my achievements. And especially if I was talking to somebody who I knew was in a lower place, I wouldn't really bring up all the good things in my life. Now I'm an oversharer of joy and breathing life into what's good makes it expand. Where can you breathe more life into what's already good in your life? This week, I wrote down a hundred things that I appreciate about my life and I shared it on Instagram. It prompted others to do that same exercise. It took me 30 minutes and I was beaming by the end of it and I could have gone for hours longer. When we appreciate what's already here, we set ourselves up to be in an inspired place to create more. But if we are constantly diminishing our accomplishments, ourselves, our lives, if we're cutting ourselves down, that's not a strong place to start from. And our big vision needs us to be in our full power to bring it to life. I also previously believed that I wasn't capable. When I would have a new idea or a vision of something I wanted to do, my first thought would always be, I'm not capable of that. And so, of course, I would then cut the idea in half or try it for a little while and then give up. Now, I use results I've created in my life in all categories as evidence that I can create something new. I look at all the ways that I've already created new things in my life and I use that and I say, well, if I've done those things, why couldn't I do this? And I show myself the evidence of my own capability. And I highly recommend you doing that if you're telling yourself you're not capable of something you really want to do. Sit down with a pen and a paper and write down everything you've already created that you had never created before. 
and really see the evidence that you are capable. I also used to have this harsh relationship with myself where it was really tight and I almost felt internally like I was walking on eggshells and I needed to do everything just so or else that really harsh inner critic would come out. I would be beating myself up and shaming myself and it felt terrible. Now I have a much softer, much more compassionate relationship with myself and that is a powerful stance. When we have a harsh relationship with ourselves, it's hard to try new things in earnest and to really give it our all because if we mess up and fail, we know that that bully is going to come and just beat us up. Knowing that you have access to compassion for yourself will open up so much more possibility than you could have ever imagined. Those are some of the shifts that were really important for me to make in order to get to this point. I'm so proud and excited to say that this fuck yes life is amazing and it doesn't have to be perfect to be amazing. And I can have days where I wake up in a mood or low energy or not wanting to record a podcast or just not wanting to show up for my responsibilities that day. And I can still step back in big picture and look at my life and say, this is a dream. I want that for you too. I want you to genuinely, from your heart and soul, be able to say, this is my fuck yes life. That is 100% available for you. That's the direction we're taking here. So if this feels like an area that you want to bring some attention to, you're in the right place. And I'm so glad to have you at this party. Thank you for joining. Also, if you want to take this work deeper, I am opening up a few spots of dedicated coaching specifically to help you create your fuck yes life. It starts with vision road mapping. And from there, we spend every single session touching into that big future vision and turning up the volume on that vision in your life right now. And I am so, so, so excited to be your coach and your champion and your cheerleader and your mindset ninja as you create your fuck yes life. If that interests you, book a discovery call with me. The link is in the show notes. It is free. We will get on the phone for an hour, talk about where you are now and where you wanna go We'll go through a clarity exercise to help really unpack what might be standing in your way. Most people, when they leave this discovery call, they say, that was extremely clarifying. I would love to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining. As always, if you want to get in touch, send me a DM on Instagram. That link is also in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. And it is so important for podcasts to have reviews. So if anything I've said today has landed, it would mean the world to me if you could just take a couple of minutes and leave a review for this podcast. Thank you so much. I will see you all next week.